Hello friends. Okay. I am about to share this episode with you that I recorded on Friday. It is now Monday night. If you hear some noises in the background, my dogs are here. It's so interesting. You know, the podcast was already complete, but I just felt called to leave this little message here because I feel like there's such important wisdom, codes, medicine, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. We hold these activations for one another as humans. We give each other uh, moments to borrow faith, to borrow courage, to borrow strategy, to borrow that reminder that you're not alone, that you're not crazy, (laughs) that there's nothing wrong with you, and that most of what you're moving through at any time is just part of the human experience. Shall I say all of it is the human experience, but sometimes Oftentimes, we can get in our head about things. And I know this from working with thousands of women and even, you know, working with men. I've worked with so many humans in my journey. And there's the things that we don't share with anyone, but that we think about in our minds. We hold in our heart. We toss back and forth while we're sleeping and about to sleep, all the things, right? And what I believe to be true, absolutely, is that life will take us on a journey to discover ourselves more and more and more. That life is constantly inviting us on a journey of discovery. It is inviting us to meet ourselves and other people, to discover more of what we love, what we're delighted by as we travel and explore, that we're being called to step into new gifts and talents and potentials as we get the impulse, the the nudge to create a thing, to write a book, to have a live event, to go pick up those paints today at the craft store. Like we are being called constantly, invited, summoned into our greatness. But this also happens. There's that voice that says, but why are you doing that? There's no point. It's gonna cost too much money. It doesn't make sense. You already tried that before. So-and-so already tried that before. Who do you think you are? Does that sound familiar? We have to get over those voices in order to get into the new territory. And your heart will guide you. So as life is inviting each and every one of us into a fuller expression of ourselves, it is absolutely asking us to do things differently, to be differently to show up differently, to try new behaviors, habits, actions, to try on a new lens. I heard someone say this the other day, you're human goggles, that's how we see life. So through these human goggles, we want everything to make sense. But actually, there is so much more to life than our human understands. And when we lean into this, we allow ourselves to play in the mystery. And when we play in the mystery, a lot of unexpected things happen. So to give you an idea, on this episode, you're going to hear a very unexpected plan that showed up for me. And I surrendered to it because it just clicked in. It just felt right. And then another unexpected thing happened since I even recorded this episode. So on Friday, I originally recorded this episode. And today, September 6th, you know, only a few days had gone by. But in this short span of time, so much unexpected had come up. So while there was a lot of personal stuff that was coming up in a really beautiful way, 
just patterns and clearings. And I was in my journal, I was doing so much mindset work recently and it all felt really good. But in the meditations I was doing, I was meditating on something new. I was visioning on a new project. Like I was ready for something new. I'm like, let me, let me have my new idea. Let me have the new thing. What am I meant to do? There were a lot of things kind of bubbling at the surface. The funny thing is, I did not think this was going to happen again this year, but I get the feeling twice that it's time to do another miracle week. And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> I was like, let me sit with this. So I sat with it and it came up again the next day. And as it came up again, I got this feeling of like community gathering and that it's time for us to revisit, refresh, and re-examine what we believe about money in this season, this fall season where there's so much transformation, so much shape-shifting is happening for so many people. There's such a softening that's happening right now. There's such a, really a shake-up that's, I, I'm seeing it all across the board. I'm seeing it with clients, I'm seeing it with friends, I'm seeing it with peers, where we're looking at things differently right now. And I want to drop into the energy of Miracle Week. I want to meditate. I want to run activations. I want to dance. I want to play. I want to talk about living a big life. I want to talk about opening up for more. I want us to raise our standards together and to lean in and embody our divinity. That's what we're going to do. So my friends, this experience is happening on the 12th, starting next Monday through Friday. If you've never done Miracle Week with me before, you do not want to miss it. If you've done it with me before, then you know it's never the same. <laughs> it's always fresh. It's always a new feeling. So get on board. Get with us. So the link is down below if you want to jump in. And I want to say congratulations to our second winner, the final winner for our tickets. It's Carissa. And I just shared it on my Instagram and I want to let you all know we have Freedom and Carissa who have now won the tickets. They get to each bring a friend, a sister, a loved one. And I just want to celebrate all of us. For those of you that took the time to subscribe, those of you that took the time to leave the review, I want you to know that I have created also a new gift just for the podcast. It's a new gift. It's a special embodiment activation. So this is coming soon. So if you have left your review and you, you subscribe, if you've subscribed, don't worry. We have something else coming. This is going to be shared in the next week or two. So I cannot wait to share this activation. It's all about embodying your highest level of success. And success is a soul experience, my friends. It's not a certain dollar amount. It's not a certain lifestyle look, aesthetic. It is actually a way of feeling, a way of knowing, a way of experiencing that feels like I'm living as my fullest self and it feels so good, it feels so rich, it feels so alive, so radiant. Yes, that's it, that's it. No one else can tell you what it is, but you know when you're aligned with it because it really feels like, is this really my life? Like I get to do this, I get this much freedom, I get this much choice, I get this much creativity, I get this much love and joy and reverence. We get that and know this, it's something that we have to choose again and again and again and again. It's our choice, it's our free will, it's our life. And we all can lean in and say yes to the callings on our heart. 
So I can't wait to hear from you. Let me know how this episode lands for you. So many of you reached out after the friendship episode and just shared that you either have gone through something similar or you're going through a breakup with a lover or some sort of experience where you were navigating something similar in the past or you currently are. I've had women reach out in tears and thank me for this. And it's like, this is what we get to do. We get to share with each other. So if you're someone that shares and that's part of your process is creating and sharing from the heart, don't ever forget how important it is. We are here to do this for each other. And this is part of, this is part of our magic. So my friends, let me know how this one lands. If there's something that's been calling you, if there's been a feeling, if there's been a knowing, if there's been a nudge, let me know what it is. I can't wait to hear and enjoy this episode. I can't wait to see you in Miracle Week. Be sure to come over on Instagram and follow my journey. Follow the adventure you're just about to learn about. I can't wait to see how everything unfolds. My heart is already ready and my heart is still feeling a little bit sad because tonight is my last night in my current place and I can see the moonlight literally dancing so beautifully on the water outside. It's so glorious and I still trust the process and where my heart is leading me. So you're about to find out. This is Nicole Sylvester, and you are now listening to Miracle Minded, the podcast, a space for feminine leadership, embodied business, and money as a spiritual practice. This is a safe space to celebrate your bigness, your magnificence, and your mission. Prepare to be expanded. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Oh my goodness. I just pressed record on this, and it says new recording 444. Well, Let me tell you, that number's been coming up for me for a lot, and I'm feeling like, "Mm, this is good. This is exactly the right time I meant to share this, because I've been wanting to share this with you all. I've been pretty low-key about it. I've shared with the women in my miracle realm. I have alluded to the fact that I'm leaving my current place on my Instagram, but I haven't said anything else, and people have asked me like, wait, are you moving? Where are you moving? Are you, and and the reality is I'm actually not moving anywhere, but I am moving out of the place I live at right now. (laughs) You're going to get it in a few minutes if you don't get it already. So what I want to make this episode about is not just sharing a life update with you because that's cool, but I want to share the medicine that's in this process because I've had to do a lot of work on myself to get to this place. I've had to let go of a lot of beliefs and limitations to get to this place. And the work that I've been doing to trust myself over the course of 12 years of, you know, deep spiritual practices and self-reflection and mindset work and investing, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in myself to get to this place. And I share it with you because It does feel good when we get to that place where we just live life on our own terms. And that's what this episode is about. It's also about discernment. It's about knowing where you are on the spectrum of living in the range of trying to go from, well, this sucks, to I want it to be good, to being in the space of this is good, this is really great, but I know there's an upgrade I know there's something else. I know there's more. And that's the range where I love the women in my world to live. Like that's where we play. So 
what I want to tell you is I am moving out of my place. Today's Friday. We're moving out on Tuesday. Everything is going into a storage pod. And we are going to really one place I know of. We're going to an Airbnb for a month in Texas because I want some space. And we are coming back to California. I don't know where yet, but I have my event. And I want to tell you about how I came to making this decision. (laughs) I did not expect it. Like, If I would have sat down with you and we did a podcast together or we just were catching up over coffee or I went to go have a cocktail with you and you're one of my girlfriends and we were just chatting it up, if we would have had this conversation July 31st, this was not on my radar, not this. But it was interesting that once I gave myself the permission to just do whatever the hell I wanted to do and really allow my limitations to fall away, this is exactly what I wanted to do. This is what I landed on. So it's funny how that happens. So let me tell you this. The last four months, I've been feeling this little nudge to go get out of this place that I live in. But it was a conflicting nudge because I like where I live. And, you know, typically when we do something, like we move out of a place we leave a job, we leave a relationship, it's because we don't like the thing anymore. It's like, oh, I'm over this now. No, I don't want to be this way with you anymore. No, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I don't want to live here anymore. And that was not the case. That was not the case. It was more so a feeling of it's time to close this chapter, but I would walk around where I live now. Like right now, I'm sitting in my office. I'm looking at the water. We have the homes on the hillside and the ocean is right there. You know, I step outside. I smell the ocean air. I walk out front and, you know, it's the marina. There's yachts. There's sailboats. It's, you know, sea lions. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm like, well, if I'm going to live in L.A., this is where I want to live. And the other thing that was conflicting was that this place was on my vision board. So in 2019, this actual place was on my vision board. And it was on my vision board to live in a two-bedroom here. And I didn't at the time because it was out of my budget. And I lived across the water at another place. So this was my dream to live here. And then I kind of just gave up on it because there were all sorts of other things. I moved. I moved to Newport Beach. I moved to Texas. I do all sorts of things. And then one day it came back into my heart and I called and then here I ended up here. Some of you may remember that when that happened, I just felt this nudge that I had to come back to LA. I came back and I found this place and it was the perfect unit. It's a corner unit so I can see all the way to the Hollywood Hills. I see over the wetlands. So there's like a lot of nature. If you all see my Instagram, there's like coyotes and owls and all this stuff, but I'm in LA. So it's really convenient. So I have this great unit and there's part of me like oh my god when we leave someone else is gonna have it (laughs) when we leave someone else is gonna take it but at the same time there was this feeling of I'm over it I'm done here so have you ever had those conflicting feelings like pay attention to that so I go down to Cabo for one of the BCL retreats that I you know I'm a part of and when I'm down there 
it becomes even louder that it's time for me to move. But where? I was not clear on where. I couldn't feel where. I just knew that I had to close this chapter. So while I was there feeling the contrast getting out of LA, I had the feeling and I just made a decision that because I'm clear on I have to close this chapter, I need to close the chapter, shut the door, and allow the new door to emerge, the new direction to emerge. And that can be really uncomfortable, right? At this stage, I have a lot of faith, so I'm comfortable with doing that. But when I did it, I sent in my 30-day notice. I'm on a a month-to-month lease. I pay extra because I like the flexibility. And when I sent the notification to them and just said, I'm doing this, I felt relief. And then I had some feelings coming up like, are you sure? Did you make the right decision? Was this irrational? Like, that's how our mind works. But I came back to L.A., And the funny thing is the voice, the little doubter energy, it came through still. I came home and I swear there was like the most majestic sunsets that I've seen since I lived here. There was a cloud with a rainbow going through it. There were all sorts of things. There was so much wildlife at play. Like I was seeing the cutest things and it felt so magical. And I thought I get to live here. But still, there was a feeling like, it's time to go. It's time to go. So the days were going down. Like, the days were counting down. And at this point, I decided that I wanted to leave California. But when I was looking at places to move and talking to my daughter about it, moving felt really drastic because... I'm not quite sure where I want to live for long term. I would never say I'm going to live there permanently because if you know me, I like change. I'm actually built for change. If you look at my human design, my gene keys, all the things, I am wired for being adaptable and changing. It doesn't mean that I don't have to do work to really live in the thriving alignment side of things. It just means that that's what it looks like for me to live aligned and thrive. So I talked to my daughter and we made an agreement. I said, I will put my things in storage and I will get an Airbnb for a month. And the Airbnb, I'm wanting green space. I want to be able to open the door and let my dogs outside. I want there to be nature. And I still want to be in distance to where I can go to get things that I like. I like certain foods. I like being able to go to hot yoga if I want. I want to go to a nice dinner if I want, but I want the space. I knew that I wanted to have a calendar that was very light. I wanted to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. This is pretty much the theme of my life, but I wanted to lean into that even more. So that's what we're doing. My daughter asked for the time off of work. Her boss was totally understanding. She's just like, my mom is doing something with work. She has to leave. <laughs> so we're all, we're all going. So my things are going into the pod and we're, we're leaving. Now, the cool thing is there's no other plans besides that one Airbnb. There's not even a plan to come back here. There's not a plan for anything. Like I'm literally going to go there and feel what I feel. And the thing is our hearts, they don't need us to do long-term planning. There's a plan 
there's many plans for us, but there's, I feel like there's always this like highest plan, this highest timeline. And if we're planning and micromanaging our entire life, we can miss out on that. Like, oh, I want to make more money or, oh, I want to meet more people. So I better do this, 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 that. The way I think I know how to do it. The way that I've always done it. When we do these things, we actually limit ourselves to the fullest potential. So what I've been wanting to play with is living more unpredictability. Living in more spaciousness. Living with less plans. Yes, there's structures. I have a business. I have a team. I have a life and it's important to me. And there's a lot of ways that we can play within that. So the interesting thing is when I thought about doing all of this, it took me it took me a good 3 days to give myself permission to do what I'm actually doing. Because when I felt the call to go where I'm going, I thought, "Well, I should just move there. That just makes more sense. How am I going to go out on the road? I have two dogs." My daughter's teenager, like, you know, mostly she's working these days and we have a lot of time apart. Like, how are we all going to do this? There were all sorts of like limiting beliefs because I wasn't really just saying yes to it. But when I started questioning some of those things, like, why not? What would it look like if I just totally trusted? What would it look like if I just totally decided to choose adventure? What would it look like if I just went with what I feel called to make a choice on right now without trying to make something happen that I'm not quite ready to commit to or I don't feel absolutely clear on? What if I just kept it open? And I'm the kind of person I love options. One of my core values in life is freedom. So that means that I make decisions from the desire of freedom. I like doing life on my own terms. And what I found with the women in my world, a lot of them desire to live life on their terms too. But what we have to check in with is when are we limiting ourselves by creating terms that don't even support us? By taking on beliefs and saying, I can't do this, or there's no way this is possible, or I can't really do that, or I don't know how to do that, or I just don't know. The most liberating thing we can do for ourselves is ask, if I could do anything I wanted right now, what would I do? And just play there. You don't have to make a decision right now. You don't have to do anything drastic or radical or unexpected. But you can at least open up for the wisdom that's there. Sometimes we're praying for answers and praying for solutions and praying for a path to be made clear, yet we're not really willing to look at the path. We're not willing to pay attention if it doesn't go along with what we thought we were going to do. So for me, I was so caught up in telling myself that I should be happy here, telling myself this was your vision board, telling myself like, just stay here, it's easy. Then it hit me, I'm not aiming for convenient. I'm aiming for liberation. I want to be the most fully expressed version of me. I want to be lit the fuck up. I want to be open. I want to be radiant and I want to be excited about life. And when things don't feel exciting and when I feel like I've outgrown a space or a project, then I need to trust that. I don't need to make myself wrong. I don't need to judge it. It doesn't mean that it wasn't dreamy when it was a dream. It was. It was absolutely a worthwhile dream. But 
what I came to realize and I continue to realize again and again and again and again is that I'm a highly evolving woman. I am investing in myself like crazy. I am doing the work. I'm, I'm always like journal. The journal's right here next to me. I've listened to all sorts of activations today. I've been meditating. Like I am an evolving woman and I know that you are too. I know that you're an evolving human if you're listening to this. You're not just changing and aging through time. You're evolving in consciousness. You're expanding. You're becoming new again. Rebirth revolution, reimagining. And when this is the case, we have to understand that our inner world is inviting us to new external spaces. So we have to trust. I was talking about this with some clients today in one of the group programs I have going on right now, Soul Authority. We're just about to end it. But in the topic of being an advocate for yourself, we were discussing what it's like to live now versus what it was like, you know, maybe when your parents lived in one home from when they were married until the time that they died or maybe till the time that they had you, like that used to be the way. But we live in a time and edge like, you know, Uber, Airbnb, TikTok, things are happening so fast, Amazon, Google, Alibaba, like we live in a different time and space and Things are happening so fast. Our humans are catching up to all of the quickenings that are happening in consciousness and what we know about the world and what we know about reality and quantum physics and all these things. To think that we're still going to live that way and be happy, I don't know. That's interesting to think about, isn't it? Some people can be and some people are and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also a lot of us that are evolving and changing and how we see life and how we view ourselves and how we're expressing ourselves, it's evolving quickly. And when that's evolving quickly, we get to make space for the evolution of things. And that's okay. When you're ready for something fresh, like don't make yourself wrong. When something no longer fits, it's okay to try on something new. And on this note, you know, with my daughter, as she got older, I would say in the last two years, some of her friends would ask her, well, why do you all move so much? Or why have you moved so much? And one of her friends said, well, that's not healthy. And I asked my daughter, well, where did they come up with that? I understand that there's certain protocols that they say are best for children to give them stability and safety and da-da-da. And I believe that to an extent. But what I also know to be true is that being adaptable, being open, and cultivating home within your heart, safety and stability within, is something that they just don't teach us at school. And we can have all the routines in the world, but if we are depending on feeling safe because of our routine and feeling together because of an external factor, then we can be shaken so deeply. But when we learn how to develop stability from within and trust from within and really get to know ourselves as global citizens and get to know different cultures and get to know different cities and get to know different people, our life becomes so much more rich. That's what I've noticed. And we've lived in all sorts of cities. We've moved around a lot. I like fresh space. So that's just the thing. And what I've learned about my daughter now watching her She's about to turn 17 in a couple days, which blows my mind. It blows my mind. 
you know, I moved with her to California when she was, I think, four. And it was hard. It was really hard, but I knew that I had to. You know, I talk about this in my memoir, Oh Shift. She was born in Las Vegas. We went back to Pennsylvania where my family was. And it did not feel like a healthy place for me. It was hard for me to see beyond my old patterns and my old pain and my old identity and to really flourish as the woman I know I was meant to become. So I took big chance and big risk and it was hard finding childcare and getting her into school and doing it all as a solo parent, like solo. No one was helping me. There was no one. That was challenging. But now with my daughter has like one more year until she's officially an adult and I'm not in a hurry for her to go anywhere. But at the same time, if I want to pick up and move, I'm going to move. If she wants to stay, I'm like, well, you're going to be 18. Do you want to come or what do you want to do? But this is what we get to do by choosing our radiance and choosing our well-being. And with my daughter, we've developed such a great relationship because we've been living this way. But I know it's not for everyone, but I share this for anyone that feels like you're feeling kind of stuck where you're at. It's feeling kind of stagnant. It could also just feel like there's something off. What if the feeling that something was off was just an invitation from your soul to go find that thing that's out there waiting for you? That there's something, there's something, there's a person, there's a place, there's an idea, there's something that's meant to be revealed on the path. And our feelings, our nudges, our souls, whispers and guidance, it's literally inviting us along. It's like, come over here. Hey. And what does it really feel like when something feels like, come over here, pay attention, desire, excitement, expansion. There's a feeling that's like, oh, this feels right. Oh, I can't explain it, but there's something about this. I can't explain it, but I just feel called to go there. I can't explain why I'm going to where I'm going. I left where I'm going, what was it, 14 months ago, and I was bored there. <laughs> I was so bored. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. But now I feel called to go back there to just nourish. Not to necessarily live, but to nourish. Why do we have to make decisions and let them be so permanent or defining? Why? So I'm not doing that. I'm just following the yellow brick road. Where am I meant to go? What am I meant to feel there? What am I meant to remember about myself? What am I meant to discover about life? Trusting the process. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's mysterious. It's wild. Sometimes there's a lot of grief. I will say this. I, I feel the sadness of saying goodbye to this place while simultaneously feeling grateful for what's next. This was a beautiful place to live. I love walking outside and just walking to the beach. I love walking outside and feeling that, that breeze and the sun and listening to, you know, the, the sound of the waves. Like, I love that. And can I trust what's next? Can I surrender to the adventure and continue on the journey? And that's the thing about life. So... If you find yourself on the spectrum of this is good, but I feel like there's something else, what would it be like to just explore? And if you find yourself in a place of stuck or suffering 
and you have to wait until something gets horrible or horrendous or just like straight up, ew, before you make a move. Notice that about yourself. Not with judgment, but just like, oh, that's interesting. And let's be willing to keep it fresh. Let's be willing to trust the nudges. Let's be willing to honor our soul and know that it's always guiding us to higher ground. So the adventure is coming up. It's on the way. And we will stop in Arizona. I always stop at some of my favorite hotels. We'll go over to Texas. And, you know, I'm just taking time to be spacious. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's time for you to shine your light and let your heart be felt by those around you. I don't want you to forget that you are a miracle. If this episode inspired you, please share with someone you love. One simple share can open up a brand new world for someone, and you hold the power to spark that. If you haven't already done so, I'd love to have your review on this podcast. Your reviews and ratings of this show mean the world to me. Take a moment to leave your review on iTunes and send a screenshot to my team at support at and we'll send you a gift of gratitude. Until next time, tune into your miraculous nature and lead with your heart. You are needed.